ever in the history of the world at the merchants of obscenity. And available to them, the modern facilities for disseminating this film. Disseminating this film. The onslaught of the communist masters of deceit. Inco. Common. Slugs. Inco. Pingo Comics, let's uh, I'm Bunny. I'm, I'm Bunny Themelis. I'm Stephen Clutt. I'm Marlo. Look, look, uh, you better get loose, Marlo. Marlo's going to be a problem Marlo's child. Marlo's already curmudgeon. <laughs> anyway, do we have, like, a general outline of... We do, okay? This is the first episode. Maybe it's a pre-episode. I don't know. Maybe it's a prologue to a real first episode. This is Pingo Kami Sluts. We are all coming from different backgrounds, but all, like I said, differing shades of leftists. We're riding the Bernie way. Yes. That's so key. that's the unifying force here. Uh, I think it would be really cool for this podcast to be a little bit uh, the diverse voices who are into Bernie, and I would like some of them to scare people. Young people who live in North Jersey and Brooklyn start a podcast about generally left politics. We're from different places as well. Yeah, yeah we have a lot of... Yeah. South Jersey, Steve's from North Jersey, and you're, you're from, from Baltimore. I grew up in Baltimore, but, guys, I just want everyone to know just how much of a mitzvah this is for me, because I have a whole other country to go to. I was born in Canada. <laughs> I could take off any time. You know, I love poutine. Um, I am a dual citizen, so I am just here trying to get Medicare for all here importing, despite you're importing, despite you're importing yourself yeah. and the well and i'm here also to system. i can talk back to the real bullshit kind of stories people tell about canada's health care i'll tell you guys what the most frequent complaint i hear from my family in canada is they'd like it to be expanded because they'd like it to include dental <laughs> and maybe possibly vision as well the whole shebang there's not a lot of oh gee we wish we had a kaiser permanente <laughs> They don't know what that is. Mm -mm. What is that? That's an yeah, insurance company. Perhaps it's Maryland specific. Sounds the reason German. the reason that one was top of mind is because uh, back in the day, I auditioned to be in a um, educational theater group for Kaiser Permanente, teaching like middle school students about not smoking, and I. Uh, got through several auditions and did not make the cut. <laughs> so, a little bit of my trauma coming through. Oh, yeah. But anyway, none of my Canadian family wishes they could have uh, private insurance. Um, of course, rich people can rich people wherever they fucking want. So, if they were wanting to do some fancy extra rich shit that isn't for health, that's still available to them, guys. So... I don't know. We're going to be arguing healthcare to the death. I don't know. Well, look, I don't just want free healthcare. I want all the children's fed and, uh, I mean, free everything at school food. <laughs> Nationalize healthcare. Yeah, I mean, that, again, uh, should be where the lines are being drawn. The centrist position should be Medicare for all. Well, I think See, it this is. This is the commie coming out. Should be something like the NHS, where you basically just make doctors like public school teachers, and except you know, pay them more, I guess, or whatever the fuck they need um, to be coddled. Healthcare should be administered directly by the state. Well, no one's arguing that here, and that's not. Likely, that's not, yeah, we're not going to get a lot of pushback on that, probably on this podcast. Not in this room. Uh, I want Medicare for all, all the dental covered, gold teeth covered, grills covered, <laughs> LASIK covered. 100%. And I would just like to go into this next decade being a voice of extremism that makes all the stuff that people call radical now 
seem very reasonable to anyone. So that's my, that's a little bit of my goals yeah. here. Prudon once said that uh, he hopes for a world where he would be guillotined as a counter-revolutionary. I don't want, don't guillotine me, but I mean, <laughs> I think if we're getting there, um, I'm going to be like zip-zapping oh, on the shit. astral plane, so I think I'll be okay on some witch shit. So that's mm-hmm. also a dimension I'll bring to this podcast is... Um, some some casual witch shit. Some witch shit. Yeah. Twenty second timeout. Uh, we are sponsored by Comrade Marianne. Comrade Marianne. Tank meme stash on Facebook. Orb. Um, orb gang. You know. Orb gang. Orb gang for life. She did endorse Bernie Sanders. Just in the in nick Texas. of time for this podcast, yeah. which Bernie is going to win because. Oh, Texas yeah. was feeling the orbs the other night. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that video of her endorsement, and they were feeling it. She was feeling it. She was feeling it. She, she was very she excited. She was very excited. And I just wish she was. I like uh, when her voice gets really like growly because she's excited. It's very like guttural. She's like we're gonna do it. I love it. It's beautiful, we Marlo. S- you didn't see the speech, I'm guessing. Uh, I did not. No, oh. I did not see. Yeah, you pretty, consumed it. It was pretty good, and and then Bernie came out and thanked her, and it was oh, yeah. Oh, right. They were it was at a it was at a like a big event a rally, because he's making that push in Texas. Oh, and, yeah, no, I, mean, I think he's got Texas. Uh, oh well, we'll get into that, but okay. let's get into this episode. Whether it's episode one or episode point five, I don't know. Yeah, we can test do run. Testing the waters. I was looking for the. Tw- because Texas reminded me of the fact that uh, Bloomberg's office was recently banned. Oh, let's talk about that. Uh, this, okay, so, um, let's talk about it because I love obvious bullshit. <laughs> well, okay. When they threw the rocks through their own window, was yeah, that it? Yeah, and piled them in a very neat pile. Yeah. Okay, because most of it has been uh, bullshit, but then this one... I cannot find this tweet, but this one came through that looks like bullshit, but probably isn't because it's in Austin, uh, where just a giant hammer and sickle was uh, spray painted to the side of his office with the words, don't vote, also <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, dang it, dang it, don't vote. So, yeah, there, there was this uh, tweet by someone who was like, well, this is so obvious, like, that's like having the feminist spray paint men suck or something. It's just like what idiots think the left. But it's Austin, so you have regards <laughs> Austin, which, I mean, everyone thinks they're a federal, like, uh, sting operation, but they do do exactly these kinds of stunts, famously uh, during Beto O'Rourke's campaign against Ted Cruz, they left severed pig's heads around with... Uh, Hell with yeah, that's metal, that's metal as fuck. That's metal as fuck. Beto O'Rourke is a, like, bourgeoisie pig. Uh, they regularly, like, attack DSA things as well. Uh, so... Yeah, the one thing that, like, actually looks fake, it wasn't done by Bernie people, as literally don't vote should imply, but it does look fake, but that probably is actually RGA uh, who did that. You heard it. You heard it here first, You heard folks. it here. Insider scoop. That's right. Uh, Marlo has said it. Uh, <laughs> if where, you like, take it up with him. A, neatly piled rocks from inside his office or like beautiful and they put a poster board yeah graffiti in the form of like eat the rich poster board is of course silly but (laughs) i mean isn't it uh i have been hearing i i i don't know if it's exaggerated but many people being paid to volunteer for bloomberg Mm -hmm. but are actually Advocating if anyone, for other candidates. If any one of those hears this, would they please come on this podcast? I would love that, <laughs> yes. The Bernie-supporting Bloomberg uh, plants. I, I drive by their uh, Brooklyn office all every day, and I, 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 I'm wondering and when it's like, going to get vandalized. I'm wondering. Should we do it? Uh, let's not 
talk about it out loud. I mean, loud, cut this part but, out, but... <laughs> but could we vandalize it in a way that's also a performance art piece, right? Mm. Hypothetically, I'm walking there with um, something that could break a glass window. <laughs> so, you want to have a Molotov I cocktail I fall in your hand. spectacularly into... You know, yeah. So I just trip and fall. Maybe there's a banana peel. Oh, oh, that is right. on the nose. What and if it's a Molotov cocktail that just so happens to like light on fire? Will will uh, give it I, away? Yeah, I feel though. Though if we could get some squibs, I could pretend to be shot. Well, I can uh, bring you there. I've, right I've always now. wanted. I to got do a that. car. I got a car. I got a car. I know where it <laughs> I'm is. Just. I'm just posing the idea of vandalism as also performance art, and maybe that's something we're going to bring into the world. Maybe we pretend to be... The sluts. The sluts are out in force, because I think our fans are just going to go with that name. We might have some fans that will come up with their own shit, and we hate it, and we can't stop it. Yeah, we can't. (laughs) That'll be that. We have to maintain a healthy disdain for our own fan base wow. i think yes we do need to get a fan base um i mean i'm working on trying to have several like uh multiple streams of fan base mm. i'm like a socialist but a um fan base capitalist mm. i guess you could say guys media Media, media, content, 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 Con- delivering it. <laughs> don't <laughs> Hell vote. Hell yeah, don't vote. Do you guys know a lot of people who don't vote? I mean, everyone yeah. I know who doesn't vote just like genuinely could not give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I was a. They're not trying to make a statement. I'm just saying. Me too. Mm-hmm. Like, pr- uh, yeah, honestly, prior to Bernie, I, I was a principal leftist abstentionist I did not vote because I legitimately didn't think that it mattered and uh, there was nothing to vote for and I didn't want to just vote for the sake of it um so yeah but Bernie has moved me and Boots Riley (laughs) (laughs) wait so do you mean Bernie has moved you and he has moved Boots Riley, or uh, Boots can... Riley has also no, moved no, you? He has also moved Boots Riley. Yes, Riley he never himself. voted yeah. before either. I'm a uh, classic, uh, always voted, because uh, my dad's a real classic Democrat. He would always like guilt and shame me. Uh, oh, yeah, my into, oh, yeah. Into I got the bag. guilt. I mean, I, I wanted to vote for Ross Perot, but I was also four years old, that, so yeah. I liked his ears. He did have great ears. <laughs> Though I was always I was always buying the idea that we had to be more incrementalist and everything like that. So last, last election, I didn't support Bernie. Uh... There is even a photo of me with Hillary Clinton. Up close doesn't seem like a lizard person, unfortunately. I thought I was going to get that scoop you're that gonna, day. You're going to get the lizard vibe. Yeah, I was going to go, oh, my God, I felt her tail. <laughs> um, but no, she just seemed like a lady. And uh, I did vote for her because um, I thought, well, look, I do want a woman president. I also um, have a longstanding theory about the impact of that kind of change but right now people is dying i i don't know after 2016 there's probably a tweet of me on election day of 2016 <laughs> saying i have been radicalized <laughs> um so i now feel like i should advocate for things closer to my actual ideals and hopefully bring other actual centrists to a more reasonable place uh, in general, that's my hope. But I, I always voted. Uh, full disclosure, because we're gonna all, we're, we're gonna, gonna grow so this. many fans. <laughs> we're gonna get doxxed. Um, I was involved in a viral video that helped get Barack Obama. Oh, Barack Obama. Um, Obama. <sighs> Barack Obama elected. I like this. I like People the forget. Barack People Obama. forget old viral videos. 
but it was so important at the time. Barack Obama sounds. It'll like be in the show notes. <laughs> in the Coco yeah. Cabana. So this is uh, also. I'm putting this in the podcast for me to make show notes. Uh, get our um, handles <laughs> taken care of, etc. We're gonna do that. Pinko Kami Sluts with a Z. Anyway, guys, I think. Let's talk about Florida. Steve and I uh, talked a little bit before the show about Florida, and we think, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, fuck Florida. Who gives a shit? No offense to Floridians, but no. fuck Florida. I love Tarpon Springs, uh, Florida, full of Greeks. Who more to say? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think we, who gives a shit? We can do this without Florida. I don't know if you guys have a lot of... Uh, friends, family, acquaintances who are not Americans, but my friends outside of the United States frankly do not understand the tone with which we talk about Cuba here. Mm. And um, It's fine. Cuba is... There's worse places. There are much worse places. I'm just, you know. (laughs) I'm just saying. Okay. I, you know. but I mean, do, what I guess uh, it was a big saying, topic this week. We a big topic this week was Cuba. Um, they can read. Everyone's upset about it. Based on Fidel, uh, Bernie Sanders came out and said Fidel Castro, he's an authoritarian, and I condemn that. But uh, it's kind of a perilous problem, okay. But Fidel, they uh, they did some good things with literacy. Was his line. Um, and yeah, no, they have 99% literacy rate. And if you believe the media, it's only to read commie propaganda. Uh, yeah, I did hear that take. <laughs> I heard that, that take. They made them literate is, just to give yeah, them propaganda. Just to learn the great things about communism. And that I mean, was, pamphlets do often have a lot of words on them. The church was doing propaganda way before people could read, guys. They can yeah, get that I shit. Know, they can also, do the messaging. Uh, like, Mao's cultural revolution is, like, classic in terms of, like, pictorial propaganda. You, you can propagandize. You can do it. You know what? You can do it for anything. And uh, it used to be people did it on purpose uh, in a uh, good faith way. They were like, yeah, this is our agitprop. We're just uh, trying to get the word out. Many times in the States, when people talk about propaganda, they act like it's something that's uh, clockwork orange on you. But part of the propaganda is the them, uh, they're trying to make this gesture, much like Bernie gestures, but they're trying to make this gesture that, oh, Trump says nice things about dictators and here is an example of bernie saying nice things about a uh, totalitarian toxic horseshoe theory um dictators uh, he hates they both gay love people. dictators he hates gay people because fidel came down on the gay people mm-hmm. there's this this little dance in the in the media about bernie I don't know what the implications are, though. Like, do they think that Bernie's going to then become the totalitarian dictator he aspires to by well, saying I mean, nice things okay, about also, Fidel? Also, it's just fucking stupid. Like, no, no gay person is going to be turned off of Bernie because of the Fidel thing. There are gay people who do not, who are not voting for Bernie who weren't voting for Bernie anyway, and who will, like, point that out. But he's not turning off LGBT people because he said Castro gave good education. Yeah, he's turning off right-wing Cubans who also were never going to vote for Living in Florida. And that's why we don't care about Florida for (laughs) this election. And yes, there are Cuban Democrats. They happen to be... Hell yeah, sirens. Sirens. Generally right-wing, uh, and... The the right side of the party. <laughs> they were never going to vote for Bernie. He's not losing anyone. No one gives a shit about Castro. This isn't like 1960 or whatever. Well, I, I think that's a good point. And I think what uh, the Democratic establishment that's like trying to 
play this angle doesn't fully accept is that all these young people could not give less of a fuck. They didn't consume as much anti-communist propaganda. You know, I, I always I always give this example that I remember being very young and seeing it in cartoons. I remember very distinctly being really young and seeing it in a uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks cartoon about the fall of the Berlin Wall. And it was all very much about, like, the other side of the wall and they can't sing. And, <laughs> they <laughs> don't know, have choice. They don't have choice. And, like, I, but I, I remember, um, you know, really not fully getting it, but I remember that being my first kind of introduction to, like, the Berlin Wall and et cetera. And I feel like for people younger than us, they didn't get that. So there just isn't that feeling place of fear that older people are activated, like, and they are acting like saying- Yeah, 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 I'm old. I'm older <laughs> than these You're the old two. person here. But I'm just saying that's, I, I remember just one example. For me, it's like signals of like, 80s kids culture that like I yes. heard echoes of but never like I remember there was a Calvin and Hobbes where like Calvin just offhandedly mentioned East Germany as an example of a dictatorship it's just a cultural thing I don't believe I even heard the word communist until I was in like fifth grade learning about the Holocaust and it came up like because they got killed in the Holocaust um, but yeah, otherwise, no, I, I, don't, mm -hmm. I had a weird notion that like half my map said the Soviet Union and the other half said Russia and I wasn't exactly sure why and I vaguely knew I was Russian Jewish, but that, that was basically it. My grandmother, I went to my grandmother's farm for Christmas and in the basement there's a, there's a big picture and it just says 1989 it has like the graffitied wall on it and it's just like reunification this was like a big moment for uh my german i mean i have family members in west germany west german yeah west germany who uh and i think it it is a thing for like people of german descent to have their country reunited but like i don't remember that happening yeah i remember like that was that's the only thing i can kind of identify as anti-communist something that was just like in the ether certainly i came to know about communism but it was always like this abstract thing that was in like a little bit older movie like the 80s i think there's tell me listeners if there's like some kind of 80s movie set at a college and Forgive me if it's like super obvious, but I just remember there's a cheerleader in it and she just goes, kill a commie for your mommy. And like, <laughs> I just remember seeing that kind of in passing. Like it was something that was just playing on TV. Like what? Uh, I, it seemed too light. Like in my memory, it seems too light of a, a movie to be like any kind of drama or mystery. It seemed like something that well, was just. Was, I mean, have we all seen Red Dawn? Uh, yeah, I think we watched it. I guess so. It could, yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll investigate. I mean, it's, it's, because, it, I mean, Red Dawn's just great because it's, like, from that era of the 80s, which was, like, very unaware of how gay it was. Um, <laughs> like, and, like, the whole, I mean, the, yeah, the movie is, it like, was uh, galactically Russians, gay, I would well, call it. <laughs> I mean, the Russians are invading the Midwest because those people like to feel important about themselves. And, um, whoa, so, whoa, 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 whoa. Please whoa. vote for Bernie Sanders. Midwest shade. <laughs> yeah, anyway, all, all five of you, please vote for Bernie Sanders. Um, and uh, so they landed in the Midwest and, like, the school, whatever fucking team like decided to take to the woods and fight a guerrilla war against them um and so for the whole movie they're like in the woods camping and being men with each other um <laughs> and like there's at one point like two girls from their class like are like wandering through like i guess they escaped like the occupied town or whatever and like the one guy's like whoa we can't have any girls here. What are we going to do with them? And I'm just, like, watching the movie, like, yeah, man. You, you have... What would you do with two women in your 
camp at this point. You just want to hang out with the men and be boys together. And, you know, it was like that whole 80s thing where they were like super machismo, but like that necessarily excluded there being any women around. Mm -hmm. like, like a throwback to ancient Spartan times. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, But they trot out all these like tropes like, whenever any glimmer of communism is brought mm -hmm. up, like in this Cuban, like, literacy program. But, yeah, no, uh, how did we discover communism? Um, mine was through chess, because uh, they're fucking awesome. Uh, Soviet Union had a firm iron grasp on the chess world no, for, like... Communist Gary Kasparov is responsible for the radicalization of Steve Clutt. <laughs> no! No! If you were listening to this... Please come on this podcast, you will hate it. Please come on this podcast to discuss <laughs> how you're absolutely 100% a communist. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Kasparov uh, and Pussy Riot are... Uh, no. Um, but my chess teacher was a communist, and... Uh, where was he from? Was he from Russia? He was from Russia, yeah. yeah. No, he emigrated here, and he, uh... I went to chess camp at his place. They Hell made yeah. latkes for me. Um, it was a great was time. Was he mean? Was no, he a mean? he was very... He was very... Was he stern? He was stern. Did he yell, though? I... He, he was just kind of a gruff, but also funny, funny man. He... He's still there. I think he still has a chess camp in uh, Montclair. <laughs> I do remember that I was very embarrassed to be around him because of the European swimwear when he brought us to a... Oh, he was in a Speedo. <laughs> he had a Speedo. And I was like, I don't know that guy. But then driving home from, I asked him, hey, you know, do you like living in America? He's like, I don't disagree. I don't agree with the American system, but I have a good school here. And I was like why don't you agree with the system? He's like, I like Soviet system. And I was like, that's cool. Did you know what the Soviet system yeah, was Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I knew that they were really good at chess. That was just about all I knew. Uh, wait, when he, he was saying American system, was he literally just... Just talking about chess. Soviet chess trading system? No, he was talking uh, about the Soviet, uh, the like, economy. socialist okay. economy. Soviet which I... Which I assume was he came here after the wall fell. Like, I assume that was yeah, the emigration. Yeah, no, I mean, if he still likes it. Because there are a bunch of uh, chess players, as I've alluded to, with Gary Kasparov, who really hate communism. They uh, really do. But he loved communism, but he also loved America. And that's a lot of us guys. <laughs> for me, uh, for me I, I hope I have uh, the dorkiest... Uh, way is just being a theater major mostly and so much of 20th century American theater is just like <laughs> socialism but in uh, stories that are consumable and <laughs> you're like yeah why does the boss get all everything guys and um, I though I do I'm partial to the idea that socialism is a bit inherent if you let yourself think about things a little bit. Um, I like, I enjoy seeing it pop up in the ether from people who are unfamiliar with yeah. any kind of real ideology in that area. And nobody has done more to help that than Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Also, also, for the record, uh, I learned about communism in college through my... Nagish Rao. Yes, my professor named Nagish Rao, who and was my professor as well. Yes. Um, I did not learn about communism be simply because they got killed in the Holocaust. That was the reason I heard the word for the first time. Um, oh, yeah. It's a call. We're clarifying from earlier. <laughs> yes. I feel like that needed to be so. Well, now that I'm, uh, now that I'm so full-blown, you know what is a real shitty play? Fucking Animal Farm. Fuck that play. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got hot takes here. Um, Don't be. I'm kidding. I'm kidding because the the police are pigs in it, so it's kind of good. Oh well, the government. Well, yeah. 
Well, how do you use cops, guys? Let's let's take a break and let's figure this out. Because I just say it very liberally for any kind but, of authority but they're, they're figure. I, I, yeah, I do as well. I guess you're right. Yeah, uh, the, the Stalin pig. He the Stalin. I forget the fucking names. I remember uh, what Snowballs and Old Major or something. I, I forget. One of our fans will fact uh, check Napoleon, that. Napoleon. Uh, the, That's the right. Main bad Two legs Stalin. bad. Yeah, uh, Napoleon, like, he took the, like, litter of puppies away and, like, raised them as, like, essentially, like, ideologically brainwashed, like, uh, enforcer soldiers, so uh, the, the dogs were the police and animal farm. Pigs were the government. They're all. They're, oh gosh. I, I don't know how hard I want to. <laughs> I don't know how hard I want to hit this aspect. Uh, I'm scared of cops, so I don't want to cut this part out. I'm scared the, of cops. Sirens, don't let them know. Um, don't let them know that I'm only pretending to respect them. Cats <laughs> right? are the Nazis now. <laughs> uh, I believe in that one the communists were like either bears or dogs. I forget. Um, there were Next all... episode, just a whole yeah, bunch no, of no, animals. Just, animal references. As ideologies. Is, uh, allegorical animal stories and uh, tell you what the different animals were in them. I, okay, let's, I'm going to move it along, guys. We got, let's, let's talk about APEC. Uh, well, Other Bernie Florida. got copied uh, by not going. Other Florida issue. Yeah, other Florida issues. Uh, Bloomberg's going to APEC. Bloomberg's also winning in Florida. Yeah, no one cares. Uh, I mean... People care. Well, no, you remember I when Ilan Omar, when Ilan Omar came out and... Yeah, I, I, I mean... I think I just saw the poll today that was like, yeah, six percent of Jews support Sanders now, but I think it's sixty-five and a one-one versus him and Trump. So, yeah, I don't know. It just yeah, there's some conservative Jews and. Well, let's more talk about like, Bernie's doing good by not going. Oh to yeah, I I want it. Yeah, and this will this will kind of uh, also round out our. Uh, Bernie's Cuba doing, issue doing good with praise in Cuba. It's ridiculous to call Bernie a uh, person who loves dictators because he's got a great record on hating authoritarians. Well, I shouldn't. I don't know how he feels in his heart, guys. Um, <laughs> I do try to. I do know his um, astrology. In case you guys are curious, no, I was he's not. he's a Virgo. Oh God. Mm-hmm. What's his rising sign? <laughs> It's uh, she knows, I believe she it's, knows. She knows it's she's Scorpio get out rising, she, and it's an Aries moon. Um, I did look it up. That's true. That means uh, a lot of fire, but a little bit, a little bit of darkness. Is there. this the witchy part of? The, yeah, this is the witchy is part of the, the show. If anybody's curious, um, uh, this is tailor made for. Astrologically, it's looking very good for Bernie. Also, if you're into prophecies, well, there's a certain lovely section of the internet very into Nostradamus, and there's one in particular that could be interpreted as predicting a Bernie victory over Trump. A, it's a, as he's identified as Jewish, so don't, don't, oh, you know, don't worry. Definitely, old Nostradamus. He Nostradamus. everything else is an allegory. Everything else is a what did euphemism. Nostradamus. What is the prophecy about? Um, so the prophecy that, of the Jew. I should. I didn't. I didn't think I was going to bring this up uh, tonight because I would have brought the actual quote out the translated French, um, but essentially there is a passage people interpret as predicting Trump becoming president, and then uh, it, it even uses the word trumpet. Oh. So people feel like, oh, because that's how it works in the astral plane, baby. It's all a mishmash, okay? There's a, another segment that indicates that that 
sort of despot will be brought down. What's the uni- what's the euphemism for Bernie though? Is it that he a, 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 a Jew? <laughs> a Jew will yes. bring down the despot. Yes, yeah, pretty much. I'm. I will. I will find the exact phrasing. And she's I, googling it. We don't have time to do the research on. on. <laughs> okay. it, it could have been a. We will follow up. I will definitely follow up on this. Uh, that's that is my thing, but I'm always here to talk about the current conspiracy theories uh, that are out there. Uh, what people who think we're all getting upgraded into aliens are how they're interpreting the news, and uh, you know I gotta say. They're all for Bernie, guys. Uh, the alien people. The aliens. They don't even. They don't think voting's that important, but they'll do it for Bernie. That's what I'm finding. I, I did turn a lot of Marianne people over with our meme group. Yeah, comrade Marianne Williamson. Tank meme stash. Tank meme stash. It's still a group. I still post things on there. It's not a very active group. But it's a great place to meet people who <laughs> love the orb. But uh, APEC, Bernie's not going. Uh, I believe Warren said she wasn't going Warren, pretty early he, on. But yeah. then uh, a bunch. Warren, Warren's Warren, not going. Warren's not going. And now neither is Amy. Amy, uh, Klobuchar's not going. That is just copy. That, <laughs> that is copycat. Yeah. I know. Copycat just, Amy. Okay, yeah. It's one thing for. Uh, the most Jewish man on earth to not go, but for some Midwestern woman like Amy Klobuchar. How dare you? Well, is it a political calculation at this point? I don't is it? Know. Is this? Like, is I this mean, the new Democratic line that they have to tell? We, we're doing it. Like, have the Democratic? Have the Democrats decided that actually APAC is bad? I don't. I don't think so. think so. I think this is a new well, thing. Did you hear that APAC it was funding? APAC was funding the anti-Bernie ads in in Iowa. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Israel's yeah. against Bernie. Yeah. Uh, is, what was it? No, no, some some Israeli front group was doing ads against Bernie. I mean, yes, again. Is this an existential threat to them? I mean, is well, Bernie? Okay, so. <clears throat> They are, uh, there is the, like, danger that Israel has been going down for a while of becoming a partisan issue in the United States because it has enjoyed, like, 20, 30 years of, actually, fuck it, even more than that, uh, if we want to, like, measure from Nixon, of being this bipartisan, uh, uh, litmus test to be considered a reasonably serious politician. Um, and they have, through just having a right-wing fucking government, increasingly more and more, uh, become, uh, more associated specifically with the Republican Party, notably under Obama, who by all objective measures was, gave more aid to Israel. Very pro-Israel, yeah. Uh, was less on them over settlements than previous presidents. Uh, they fucking hated him and went for every opponent who ran against him. So it's sort of like, yeah, after a while of just saying that you're on the Republican side, eventually you might think the Democrat establishment would also agree with that and stop. I think. But Nancy Pelosi and uh, and Chuck Schumer are. Yeah. Need to be toppled before that becomes yeah, homogenous in the Democratic Party. I think we're just going to see an increasingly, it's going to seem way if too Bernie's fast. President, just if Bernie's president. So many things that we considered so powerful and such fixtures are going to be so so meaningless very quickly. No, it's, I, uh, I believe it, it's also somebody else. Um, in the Democratic Party who also kind of tagged along. I know Amy was one of them. I don't want to say it's Mayor Pete. Um, that went to APAC? That isn't going to APAC. Oh, I I think Mayor Pete, if anyone, if any CIA front, yeah. But this is another thing that I think is... No, Buttigieg skipping, skipping APAC. Are they making statements over this? I... What's the Buttigieg what? statement? Like, why do I... Buttigieg... Wait, when was this? Uh, I think yesterday? It was just Bernie who was skipping no. it. 
Yeah, yesterday, Buttigieg saying he's skipping APEC, Klobuchar, Warren, Bernie skipping. Biden, Biden and Tom Steyer, people are hoping maybe they would not, but Bloomberg's definitely going. He loves yeah, it. I mean, well, Bloomberg's winning Florida. I, well, yeah, because we don't, we're going to kick Florida off into the sea, except Tarpon Springs, because uh, of the Greeks. Well, that's, um, that's what I'm saying, that between saying Cuba was, you know, at least a little bit good, and APAC, and snubbing APAC, and saying BB is a reactionary racist, is really throwing the Florida Democratic Party just off into the sea. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not happy about it, but I am. Because I think Florida has had an outsized impact on the Democratic platform for the last 20, 20 years. Year. Since 2000. Yeah. Since the hanging, hanging chads. The, uh, you know, since we thought, since we all collectively think that Florida is the only pathway to the nomination, the Democratic platform has always tailored itself to rich Floridians uh, and get a lot of donation from that and get a lot of, you know, power from that. And the idea that if you're going to not support Israel and support Cuba, that you would lose Florida and therefore the nomination, it, it speaks to the outsized influence that Florida holds in the Democratic collective brain Imagination. Brainworms. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of brainworms, guys... Who's getting coronavirus? <laughs> I everyone seems really eager for it. It's I I don't know. Am I mistaken that this seems outsized Every, compared to I don't. Yeah, everyone's saying it's different from like the SARS panic and the Ebola and the avian and the West Nile and. I, I guess. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not... I don't know about these things. I was in... I was in, like, a cafe, like, a week ago, and somebody had just come back from Hong Kong, and he was sitting there speaking to, like, uh... I think she was, middle, like, Eastern European, and she's... And he's like, yeah, I got a cold. I was in Bermuda, and then I went to Hong Kong, and then I came back to America, and they had to quarantine me for 48 hours, because mm-hmm. it was right when the outbreak happened. And it ended up just being a cold. <laughs> um, but yeah. I just think there is, people seem hoping it'll shut things down. I think people want a break. Yeah. Since climate change is making well, I mean, snow days less likely. It kind of reminds me of, you know, like, because I grew up in South Jersey, so, like, always had, like, watched hurricane pads on the news. And I remember when Sandy, like, the path came out, and I remember going to my roommate who was from California and is not used to hurricanes, and he's like, oh, should I be worried? And I'm, like, looking at the path, and I'm like, actually, yeah. Like, this does, in fact, look different than anything I've seen before. And I've been hearing, like, people going, like, oh, no, this is different. I have no idea if that's true. Maybe it is. But, yeah, I've no idea. Uh, social, like, I want to be careful when I say I don't give a shit, because social effects, like, the one thing I remember from SARS is people being racist against Asians. Uh, I feel like that's going to happen again. Oh, yeah, it's, it's already happening. It's already happening. It's so stupid. Yeah, the, the anti-China. Um, so, yeah, no, like, the social more. effects to, like, people reacting to this, you know, threat, whether or not it exists, matters, but I don't I still like the image of me sitting in quarantine with the plague by Albert Camus watching Children of Men. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> being like 28 days later. Yeah, or 28 days later. Yeah, a bunch of shit about diseases. Or Pandemic. That's a movie. Yeah, we're, we're, we're due for one, um, you know. Uh, or are we in- just due for for a stock market crash, which is the other social... Oh, yeah. Which is, like... Uh, Rush Limbaugh said um, it's a two-prong thing. Simultaneously is this scare about crashing the markets to make Trump look bad. It's a scam to get people to want Medicare for all. So, <laughs> I hope it's working. You're really on top of that conspiracy theory. I love him. 
I love them. I love them, Beat. guys. Um, but the stock market has crashed, and it, or well, it's oh, it was corrected. Corrected is the word they're using on CNN. Corrected went down twelve hundred points last yesterday, mm -hmm. and then now it's continuing to fall. I don't know where to. Anybody got an update? If we still have an economy, um, <laughs> who cares? It's only rich people that make any money on the stock market anyways yeah i mean i don't know i i dislike the stock market it's fancy gambling and um it shouldn't decide things did anybody, weird nerd stuff. Yeah. Uh, did anybody ever work on i worked on wall street and that shit was fucking I, weird I, I'm, I'm often not uh, on wall street around wall street but around wall street i have often there's been some uh been some union action outside of I think one of Trump's buildings down there uh, that I've been walking by a couple Good. times. Good. Oh yeah, but Trump's buildings. Uh, I'm privy to information. Um, so when people move in and out of Trump buildings, they have to get um, certificates of insurance for the movers, etc. And the Trump and Kushner properties are the only paperwork I've ever seen that the additionally insured is the entire Trump and Kushner family and their current and former spouses and their descendants in perpetuity throughout the universe. <laughs> Which is real entertainment lingo. Um, yeah, the worst, the worst people. I just, oh man, I just love the idea of... Uh, you damaging the part of a Trump building and owing literally Ivanka Trump <laughs> some oh, some <laughs> some money directly. Um, guys, we have been recording for fifty minutes. Wow, damn. Where um, where did time go? I know. I guess uh, let's outro this. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Wait, 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 wait. wait Are we wait. gonna call Rick? Call I don't Rick. know if Are he's we even gonna. gonna no, I don't. I think I we can. I think we can. We can do that. We can time. do it another time. But next time we'll get a bumble um date. Um date. God um, damn it. Day, a bum um date, date. A bum date. A bum date. A bumble update from Rick. He's on Bumble now, ladies. Um, <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna. Ask her friend about his sex life. It's fun. He's got it. Do the sluts part of this. <laughs> um, I am Bunny Themelis. I'm a comedian. Uh, these guys know, but you guys don't. Um, if we get this together before March 12th, March 12th, Washington, D.C., I'm doing a show. It's on Eventbrite. It's the Level Up. Level Up Laughs. I'm on it. Where is it? It's, uh, it's at the Wonderland Ballroom in D.C. I love that venue. Uh, I just played it a couple weeks ago. It went really well. I might do my Nazi jokes. <laughs> Give us one. I uh, oh, I got a whole. I got at least ten minutes on Nazis. Come on, a little taste. A, a little, little taste. A little taste. A little taste. I think I people. figured out um why. Parody. Parody. Satire. Satire. Nice. Tweet about the DSA. What is that he, he loves it? What is he, he tweeting? tweeting? Respond to him in he, real time right he's now. He's tweeting that he is, um, that the DSA passed a resolution uh, endorsing open borders, and that's bad for Bernie. Uh, what? Yeah, Mike Tracy is a dumbass. Um, <laughs> he's going on record. The, that's he's the takeaway of episode uh, one Mike Tracy of Pingo Kami Sluts. Mike Tracy yeah, is a Mike dumbass. We should start. With beef. That's excellent. We're going to start uh, with yeah, this beef. No, we're all anti-Mike Tracy. Fuck yeah. Mike Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. If, if, there's, if you just stumbled upon this accidentally and you are like, what was that about? No. Um, it was fuck I Mike think, Tracy. I think Mike Tracy, I'm not usually pro-cop, but Mike Tracy and I were at <laughs> Occupy Wall Street and he said he got the, he got the, the hose and uh, I wish he got the hose harder. Oh, man. <laughs> Not usually pro-cop, unless it's specifically against Mike Tracy. Get off my head! Get off my head! I feel that. I feel that, guys. <laughs> I anyway. think that's what Praxis is, right? That is Praxis. <laughs> that is Praxis. Every time some, like, 
newly brought over, more left person I know stumbles upon something with Mike Tracy and puts it up in good faith. I'm like, no, sweetie. Uh, sweaty. No. Where's Where's Dan? Dan Enden. Shout out to Dan Enden. Shout out to Dan. Um, he also knows Mike Tracy and knows why we hate him. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we got beef, Mike Tracy. <laughs> I was really at Occupy with him. I believe. That's the I last know. time I saw he him. Was. Anyway, guys, let's wrap this up. Next time, we will have a Bumble update from Rick. <laughs> and this was a good good start. I'm going to... You're going to be amazed at what this sounds like All in right, the end. Pre- wait, wait. Predictions for Super Tuesday. But let's do predictions for Super Tuesday. Then we'll say where everyone can find us if they want to. Right. So, Super Tuesday. Um... Because I'm the witchy element here, I'm gonna speak it into being. We're gonna, oh, it's gonna be amazing. We're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna burn it down and back up again like a phoenix. So that's my prediction for Super Tuesday. Uh, we're gonna flip Texas blue. Yeah, Biden's Biden's gonna probably take the South, uh, but you're gonna help Bernie win in Massachusetts. Yes, I'm going to Canvas um, this weekend. And if that's that's the end for Elizabeth Warren, that's the knockout punch that we... I think Bernie wins Northeast, Biden wins the South, and then it's Bernie from the Midwest on, except for maybe Minnesota. Amy Klobuchar probably will win Minnesota because she's got an accent. I don't know. Because <laughs> she's a mean mom, and she's people mi- dig that. Some people. Midwest nice... Some people like and a mean mommy. Bernie is the anti-Midwest nice. Yeah. Super Tuesday prediction, Marlo. I don't know. It's probably going to win everything. Oh, We're going to do it all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, then. All right. Well, do you guys have, do you want to say a Twitter or something you want to tell people about yourself? Yeah. You want to keep yourself cloaked in a Mar- secret? Marla's on Twitter. Yeah. I like my cloaked abandonment. Yeah. So, so Marla's gonna uh, stay cloaked. I'm I'm out there. I'm Bunny Themelis. Um, you'll see it I might in have text. A podcast specific handle if this actually is becomes a podcast. Yeah, I was thinking of change. I was doing a podcast specific. Uh, Steven Pinko. Yeah. I think that's a good. We're on it, guys. I'm I'm gonna take care of a lot of this bookkeeping. Don't worry. And uh, all right, I say good times. We did it. We did an hour. We did it. We did it. Um, yeah, that's that's an hour on the desert. Um, and we're gonna cut it down to something great and beautiful and listenable. And it's bingo, commie, sluts. Okay, bye. Sluts. Pinko. Comma.